0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however, wherever, whenever you're listening. This is The Root for Wisconsin Show, episode 23, the LeBron episode. I'm Eric. That's Ramsey. What's going on? And joining us via Zoom this week, he actually wanted to show up, is Justin.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I had to break down. I'm still a little under the weather, but uh, judging by the ratings from last week's show, uh, things just don't go as well. With, without me, so I made I made the time and the effort. Took some uh, cold pills, and uh, I, I'm ready to go, boys. I'm ready to go to uh, boost this show back up to, to the rise it was going when I was a consistent player here. So, sorry, we asked you to do the minimum.
0: Yeah, the bare minimum. And why don't <laughs> I just to why show don't up? You, I'm sorry. Why don't you tell us the excuse you gave us first? What do you mean?
1: You I bought I mean. my kid a race car. Kinda. Uh, Kinda. It's a bad, bad machine that there's uh, no number three on the side. It's not a race car. Or twenty. It's it's got a roll cage in it. Does it? It's awesome. I Dude is super fast in it.
0: So that's that's why he said he couldn't join us and then now he's saying it's, he's sick. I don't know which one to believe.
1: No, for real, I have been. I have been. Last week was just a, just a. You know, I know there's been a bug going around. It, it's kind of affected us at work, um, but just I got it real bad. And I, I was worried I got I got the corona again, but yeah, I I got I, I'm vaxxed, so I think life's pretty good. All right, so with that,
0: just a little bit of business to talk about here first. It's Wednesday, so raise energy Wednesdays. Ramsey's repping the hat right now. Rep Sports, Code Root
2: 4, Raise Energy. Perfect product. Great product. I mean, second to none, to be honest with you guys.
0: Yeah, and, and we're not, I'm personally. Yeah, I'm wearing my
1: shirt right now.
2: Hey, look at that. We wouldn't know if you were here.
0: Yeah, we wouldn't know. No, but genuinely speaking, like I, I know, you know, we're technically, they're paid partners of ours. But what I will say is I have never had an energy drink that didn't make me all jittery. And just like a nice natural build of energy and alertness. And that's just my favorite thing about it. So many different flavors. Not one of them tastes bad. Great product.
2: I really like uh, the American one. Apollo? Apollo has a statue of in the can. It does. You look like a bad, bad man when you're holding a red, white, and blue energy can. And you're going to be doing some streaking or lighting fireworks on your expletive hole? I don't know. Really, it's up to you.
0: I'm a big fan of the South Beach. I like that nice tropical flavor. When you can't be in Miami on vacation, it's a little Miami to you. When you're doing expletives with expletives? Yeah.
2: Try to figure that one out, crowd.
1: (laughs) Justin, what's your favorite flavor? (laughs) I'm going to go with South Beach, too. I like it. Life's good. Great promo there Justin. great, great
0: you're
1: work welcome there. Hey, you're welcome. I wasn't prepared <laughs> to cut the promo. The promo is usually what you do, all right I, I I've got the variety pack, you know what I do? I like them all, so I just go in there I grab one, and life's very good i, I don't I don't, I, I don't I don't try to seclude myself to one flavor like you guys. I, don't, I like the whole Justin, variety you think I, like I seclude of, myself I like I just put an IV bag and
2: direct variety. main vein it Justin let <laughs> it drain right into the right direct to the heart I, you know i love <laughs> all kickstart, of kickstart your ready.
1: heart <laughs> completely
2: so I don't, of that i don't
1: try to seclude myself just
2: main like vein and
0: raise yes sir we also have our partners <laughs> over at monkey knife fight and monkey knife fight they always love helping us out we got some fun with the contest still riding a heater i have not lost in a week we are building up, and it's awesome. You know, I've lost on uh, some stuff this week. It's not good. <laughs> nope. Some bad. So, what executive. have you
1: won? What have you
0: won on there, Eric? I've been playing a lot of baseball contests and doing strikeouts. Always, I'll play the Brewer games and I'll always go over on the strikeouts with more strikeouts. Because the Brewers have been more making stri- the Brewers terrible. have been making pitchers look like all-stars right now, who who couldn't hold their, you know, somebody else's jackstrap in the minors. But they're becoming all pros right now. So yeah, I've been making some real money on the the baseball side of things.
1: Ooh, you might you might have something else to uh put some put some hard-earned Eric Eric change on this weekend with the PGA championship. That's Yeah, I'm they've got look.
0: plenty of stuff. I'll have some, yeah. I'll have some stuff coming up for that. Like I said, I'm riding a heater right now. So if you're looking for yeah. a little bit of extra spending money to go maybe buy some raised energy. Check it out. Check it out. Like I said, riding a heater right now. And then we'll go from that to what we had rooted for. This segment sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, love on. Love on, whether your team is at the top of the world or in the middle of a rebuild. Show your love for your team. Over 300 powered stores, Fanatics, between all the MLB shops, the NBA shops, NFL, you name it, it's there. Fanatics, love on. Justin, what have you rooted for in the last, really, two weeks? Because you've been gone for a while.
1: Well, what I rooted for was, was just a great... Uh, the UFC had a great set of fights last week. Uh, they didn't have a 155-pound champion since Khabib had retired. So they, they set up a great fight between Michael Chandler and Charles Oliveira. And it, it was an outstanding fight. Uh, Olivera comes in and, and knocks out Chandler 19 seconds into the second round. So Chandler got son. And this is a guy. It, what a great story, right? He he starts 10 years ago, and this is his first sniff of a championship bout. He was 10 and 8 at one point. Uh, he's reeled off eight straight wins here, and, and gets his first chance at a belt in. And, and wins and he's just been in the in in the company for such a long time it's a great success story this guy Um, see and chandler's a guy that's fighting it's the second fight in the ufc so you know complete opposite stories of of these these two guys careers with with the ufc um so it it was just a great setup and the ufc put on a great bunch of fights and uh, i was happy to see that that went off well
2: I think Michael Chandler failed miserably. He almost won in the first round. He got knocked the fuck out, though.
1: Yeah, he almost knocked him the fuck out in the first round. Almost
2: almost doesn't count, though. uh,
1: Expletive in the first round.
2: Doesn't count unless unless you didn't
1: finish the job. That's true. He was close. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of critics out there. Even one judge scored that round 10-8. In favor of uh, Chandler. So it doesn't that, matter when you're on your back. Out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> when when you're on yeah, the ground just, and somebody's standing over you, it doesn't yeah, matter.
1: That, that that is the beauty of MMA, though. You know, it, it could change. Guy gets his wits back and knocks him right out. So I mean, that's the. It, it's not a. That's the difference between boxing and and uh, and MMA. I mean, see, boxing thinking, you got you got fifty fifty ounce gloves on and. You tap a guy for twenty-five minutes over how many ever rounds? The boxing's just boring. In, in MMA, you can do it many different ways, and and, and so I don't. I think that's I would name the game.
2: I would rather get a big boxing pay-per-view than a big MMA pay-per-view. I'm definitely on Team MMA oh. on this. I because, like, for what it's worth,
1: Wait, what Eric?
0: I'm on I'm on Team MMA. Oh, good.
2: Jesus, that's a terrible take. A box uh, boxing is you know, a dead a sport. A big, a big boxing fight. It doesn't matter. There, because there's what? Let's be honest. There's probably three or four major boxing pay per views a year. There's, there's like three or four that get hyped that way. There's probably one or two that have mainstream appeal. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So you have mainstream appeal where UFC, I mean you have great cards all the time. So to me, there, a big heavyweight title fight, like um, Tyson Series, who uh, might be coming up here in a few weeks, that uh, seems... August
1: 2nd. If 7th, that goes that, through, that. supposedly
2: Deontay suing him. long story short. Oh. It's not actually meant to happen, but that's kind of the next big, like, heavyweight pay-per-view fight that's going to be at the end of the summer. And... That feels bigger to me than any UFC fight outside of when, what Khabib greater.
1: I will say this, and and this is just me personally. And to each their own. There's not a, there's not a boxing fight out there that I would personally buy over, uh, the fight that's going to happen in July between Poirier and McGregor. Or or oh, John Jones and Francis Ngannou. There's one you I'm going to buy over both those. Go on. I'm, I'm excited to hear it.
2: <laughs> I can't wait for the Mayweather-Paul fight. It is going to be oh an absolute God. shit show. I cannot wait. That's what I'm pulling for. That's what I'm rooting for this week. I'm going to root for that every single week till it happens. Buying that fight... It's going down. It's going to be at my house. If you guys want to come over, you can come over. I get you don't want to pay for it. I will. I can't wait for that
1: fight. I can. I don't think it's going to be a good fight at all. I think Mayweather's just going to just annihilate him. I'm going annihilate him. What if he doesn't, though? I'm going three rounds. What if Mayweather doesn't annihilate him? Then, then Paul paid him off to make it look good. Okay. You think Mayweather's going to take a dive? No. I think he's okay. going to take a dive for four rounds. I, that is going whatever, be... whatever Vegas says.
2: Because Mayweather, and I'm going to say this, and people might laugh, but Mayweather is old. He's considerably smaller. And for what it's worth, Logan Paul is a... Not a good boxer. He's he'll he's competent, right? He's a competent yeah. boxer. I don't know if you guys are watching a stuff. He's competent. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying on the topic. That's what I'm
0: saying. All right, I kind of feel obligated to talk NASCAR for what I had rooted for this week. It's fun. Uh, Hendricks Motorsports going one, two, three, four. My favorite team There's... in all of racing. And. Bowman takes the win, Larson second, Elliott third, Byron fourth. It hasn't been done since 2005. What team did in 2005? It was Roush, wasn't it, Don? Mm, it was Roush. So good good for Hendrick Motorsports, good for NASCAR, just because you don't get that a whole lot. I mean, it's just kind of cool to see history on that front. I was paying attention to my whole drive up. I had it on my uh, Sirius radio. Uh, I had the NASCAR channel going. Yeah, just good stuff on there, that front. I mean, it was a... Not a pretty uneventful race as a whole, but just the history of it. Good stuff. So with that, we go from the positive to the negative. And our Tyler here, Noogie of
2: the Week. And Ramsey, why don't you start with us? Mine's going to the country of China. You bombs. <laughs> Let's talk about your guys trading your digital asset policy. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourselves. Let your people trade cryptos. You're crashing the crypto market. You guys suck. So, China, blow it out your ass. Let your people be people and trade some money. Stop being a bunch of commie fucks. I'm
0: not even going to censor that. That was good. That, that's accurate. Go capitalism.
2: Yeah, I don't even care if you guys want to cancel me. Fuck you. Like, China, you've cost me some money today. I'm not thrilled with you. They've cost me money too. I'm yeah. not happy. Yeah, China, a bunch of commie bastards. of <laughs> you.
1: Hey, the crypto's will, out there took uh, a hit today.
2: Yeah, crypto's pooping all over itself, and I'm not
1: thrilled. You see, this is what you guys get in playing with fake money.
2: It's not fake money. I can, I can use it at Lowe's, Justin.
1: Give me that dollar bill. Y'all. I can go to Lowe's and use
2: my crypto to buy goods and services. Justin, what is your Noogie of the Week?
1: My, my Noogie of the Week, all right, my Noogie of the Week is the NBA in these playing games. Oh, me too. Yes. Th- this is just ridiculous. I can't figure out. So it w- in one playoff game, the team that loses is plays done. the winner of another playoff game, and then they play off for the 8C. What, what are we talking about here? Why game? Why is this like – uh, a zigzag puzzle that I have to go through to figure out who the hell is making the playoffs. What happened to the best eight teams, uh, a watered-down eight teams, make the playoff from the Western and Eastern Conference? What happened to that? It doesn't what? even... This is ridiculous. It doesn't
2: matter. That's the thing, that the NBA doesn't quite understand. Your league this year, there is probably five teams that could actually win a ring and and we'll you, talk about that pretty heavily if you later in the really so we'll leave that in later but if you really want to talk about it there's actually probably three there's five teams you have three that are going to be in contention two that are Dark Horse so we're making these playing games happen for there's going to be 16 teams that make it and five that actually can win a title so you're just saying 11 teams are relevant in this whole thing right it doesn't matter. NBA, right. instead of... You need to limit your playoffs, not make them bigger.
0: That's the biggest thing, because nope. like, the NBA has one of... As of right now, right now, the <laughs> NBA has the highest percentage of teams that get into the playoffs. The highest amount of teams that get in the playoffs. And most of them... Or, I mean, I should say most, but, like, the bottom teams don't even have close to winning records. So you have a really... Oversaturated playoffs the way it is in a season that we've kind of discussed is admittedly too long as a whole. And you're just wanting whoa, to, whoa, get... whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. I look at that
0: score, and we'll come back to the baseball talk in a little bit.
1: Uh-huh. Keep rolling with
0: that. I'm just saying, yeah. we have said it on this show that the season's probably oh. too long, right? And so, and you're
2: you're letting more teams get into the playoffs. And it doesn't matter. So what the NBA needs to do, and this is what we make everyone's trying to figure out: how do we make a regular season matter? What what can we do? Make the playoffs five teams. I'd say six. Five. you give the first uh, number one of all three to buy. Sure. And then make the first round three games. Do a Monday, Wednesday, right. Friday. Start the second right. round. So you actually in. All, yeah.
1: That would make a regular season matter. This is probably – I would – you know, Eric, this is probably what baseball does the best is their playoff uh, series. And who makes the playoffs and how many teams make the playoffs? College football? This, NFL? No, oh, I'm just saying for – this is probably what baseball does the best for them.
2: Yeah, right? but they're, they don't even do it the best, though. They're still,
1: what, third? Oh. Well, as far as American sports, absolutely, they might even be four. Anyway, well, I'm just saying, this is you know, four teams. What is it? Four, five teams. Five teams. Well,
0: team. this last year, last year was because of COVID they extended it out, but yeah. yeah, usually it's five.
1: You've got your three it's division five teams winners. With a right. For the wild card. Right. So that's probably. I mean, out of all of them, I would even. I would even take that. Over, Obviously, football is different because you don't play a series. But between hockey, baseball, and basketball, and even NASCAR for that matter, baseball probably has the best playoff series out of all those major sports. I'd agree with that. Big time agree with that. Ramsey's not happy about oh. that. Yeah, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for a Ramsey Ramsey, a Ramsey a gem right now. So,
2: it's not better than any football. I mean, I'll agree with that. The yeah, NFL, NFL playoffs are king. And I know a lot of people hate in the four-team college football playoff, but you don't need anything more than four. There's, there's not a team this year after the top four that deserve to be there. People go, oh, yeah, no, Cincinnati. No, well, Cincinnati just... be by Georgia. So yeah, very relevant. So the top, and every single year in the college football playoff, they've got the right national champion. So then we go to hockey. I mean, I, the hockey playoffs have always been mm. interesting from what I know. I don't pay attention to it. So Everyone, hockey playoffs. But, hockey playoffs hockey have
0: sucks at marketing. That's the problem. Hockey playoffs, they you don't have themselves. the the best
2: team overall, usually doesn't win. Right, it's usually a team that gets hot towards the end. MLB playoffs are, i you know, that's probably the one time of the year I do watch a little bit of baseball. If there's some good series. Look, I remember I watched the Dodgers-Astros. I think it was a game seven to go to the World Series. That would have been the World Series. And I, I remember that's probably the last baseball game I actually watched all the way. Hey, they were stealing signs that game, weren't they? That was when that was happening. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. So, uh, but NASCAR. So that's what I was really getting to. The NASCAR playoffs are a joke and needs to be fixed. No, no doubt about it. I would totally agree. So NASCAR is a 36 race regular season. Or 36 races. 26 race. 26 race regular season. You have 10 playoff races at the end. You eliminate four drivers every single time. I was 16. You go through rounds of four to championship four, where whoever has the best game position of the championship four wins the championship. Chase Elliott, who I think was probably my favorite driver. Eric, probably also your favorite driver at this point? Uh, Right now, it's either him or Kyle Larson. So, yeah. Okay. So, regardless, you know, I've been pretty adamant. that I'm a pretty good Chase Elliott fan. I love Martin Shooks Jr. So, those are kind of my guys. But... Last year, Kevin Harvick deserved to be the NASCAR Cup champion and wasn't able to race for it because he didn't make the final four. Because he didn't win or didn't finish well enough in three races. That's not right in NASCAR. You got to do something better. You should go back to your full season playoff like you used to. That's where well, it was interesting.
1: Yeah. I think, and we've talked about it a little bit, even maybe on our NASCAR episode, but, like, the regular season champion should get a hell of a lot more for winning the regular season. So, like, that guy should automatically make it to the championship four, right? Something like that. I'd probably agree with that. Which would make, like, the fight, you know, for those guys, instead of just chasing and chasing chasing wins it's a race inside of the race they could be chasing points all the way to the end. Because that's that's kind what, of a loss those guys right win now. it's 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 go for broker whatever then you're done right so I am sure that that in theory that's supposed to make some exciting racing but that's not the way teams are racing right now because the cost of it is so expensive. So if you race like that, you're bound in, you're bound to wreck a car at some point. And teams just ain't going that route. So a regular season championship should give you more than just, you know, five extra bonus points when it comes to the playoffs. So that that would be, you where know, I would.
0: It's it's so funny you say that because I mean you you think about it, in theory, that regular season champion could finish second. In all of those, in those, like any of those three races, let's just say it's like the last, you know, it's the one to get into the championship for. Those three races, he could finish second and
2: not make the championship series or the championship race. In theory, well, it would happen. What happened with Matt Crafton a few years back? Didn't win a race all season. Won the championship because he finished second at Homestead. Right. And that could that almost yeah. happened in NASCAR in 2014. The playoffs was a little bit different, but Ryan Newman, if he were to finish in front of Kevin Harvick, who would have won the championship, and he finished second. Like Kevin Harvick had to win the race, but if Kevin Harvick were to blow a tire, and Ryan Newman' was passed, didn't win a race all season, and he's your champion. I don't really know if that's right. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know.
1: So I'll go right. I, If you go in the old, if you go in the old, uh, the old, the old standings or, or the old uh, format, that could happen in that old format also. You know, oh guy, you know, if you race thirty-six top tens, you're you're gonna have a shot to win the championship. Well, it kind of happened and with it, Alan Rickie
2: in ninety-two.
1: So I mean, no matter what, I guess my point is, no matter what format. Comes, there's always going to be that inherent risk that that could happen. Well, I'd rather take an all season guy
2: route. who finishes guy top, 10, top five. If you have, you know, in 36 races, if you have 30 top fives, I mean, you probably deserve to be the champion, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, right. I would right. agree. I'm just saying that. I don't know. It, it just makes me inherently sad sometimes. The risk is there. So we go from, I just got to finish off
0: my uh, Nookie of the Week, and I'm going to use Tony LaRusso. And I know I was kind of trying um, to explain Ram- Ramsey this here. I don't, Justin. I don't know if you followed any of this stuff with the the White Sox and the Twins earlier this week. Was he drunk again? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish he was though. The way he's talking. So they were uh, the White Sox. So Tony Russo, former Cardinals manager, is now the manager of the White Sox, right? And yeah, who? Chicago White Sox, Ramsey.
2: Do you mean the Red Sox?
0: No. Chicago White Sox. You're thinking Boston Red Sox.
1: No, you mean the
2: Cubs.
0: Sure
1: oh okay the South Siders Ramsey he just just let's,
0: let's just go on with this one Justin
2: who, who cares <laughs> about the South side Punch so
0: them. anyway oh! okay, anyway, so on I think it was Monday, the one of the rookies for Chicago, they were up like 10 to nothing or something like that, and like the twins had a position player on the mound there was a three0 count. Dude grooved a fastball. I think it was like their catcher. Grooved a fastball. And your mean Mercedes hit a uh, just moonshot home run. And no, nobody in the Twins was mad. Everybody was just kind of like, yeah, it happens. Until Tony La Russa got on his high horse and was like, well, that's not the way the game should play. But that's your team, dude. That's your team. And you're getting all pissed off about a dude who hit a a, a rookie who hit a home run on your team. It's better. That's all I would say about that. So then on Tuesday, your mean Mercedes comes to the plate and gets thrown behind them. The Twins, you know, there's a little bit of a, a little scuffle that goes on. And then at the end of the game, Tony La Russa says, I don't have a problem with what happened. Your dude just got thrown at. Your player got thrown at and hit. And then on top of it, he doubles down So Lance Lynn, one of their pitchers, former another former Cardinal, actually, said, there are, said quote, there are no rules when a position player is pitching, adding, quote, the more I play this game, the more those unwritten rules have gone away, which is a good thing for baseball. People should be allowed to celebrate, you know, hit a home run on 3-0 if you're going to get grooved a fastball. And Tony Rooster's response, his own manager after doubling down on the fact that his own player deserved to get hit with the pitch. Lance has a locker, I have an office, I don't agree. Dude, that's your freaking team. Have their expletive freaking back.
2: First off, players generate the money, son. Without players, you don't have that fancy office, so let's take a chill kill, son.
0: Just an utter... T- typical Cardinal old guard way that, and I agree, the old guard needs to go away. It's bad for the sport. It's bad for the future of baseball. This is why people like Ramsey get to sit on their high horse and be like, oh, yeah, this is a boring sport. It's a dumb sport. Because of people like friggin' Tony LaRusa who got a job after taking 10 years off and is managing the White Sox and doesn't have his own team's back. Bunch of
2: bullcrap. It does make me happy, though, because I get to get on my high horse about baseball all the time, and baseball continues to do stuff that allows me to get on the high horse. That makes me happy on the inside. <laughs> so, baseball, You're you like keep Ma- doing your. I'm going to keep talking expletive until uh, you guys change and get better.
1: You're like Medina Spirit on steroids when, when this shit happens in baseball, aren't you, Randy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, uh just love getting on my whole horse and just talking.
0: All right. So with that, we uh, get to our Wisconsin roundtable, kind of look around the state of Wisconsin, what's going on. And we'll talk pretty heavily on the Bucks here. So we'll get, we'll just kind of skip them for now. Uh, brewers are struggling. Don't really need to say much about them. Can't buy hits, can't buy runs. It is what it is.
1: Um, what is it? What is it with the Brewers and them finding utility infielders that can't hit a baseball? What is it about I I, I don't know,
0: Justin. I, I went to bed, so Tuesday night's game, granted, so, I mean, they were very much a victim of circumstance with terrible umpiring throughout the entire game. It's so always actually, the umpires. No, no, no. I'm, I'm very much not on team blame the umpire. Well, you just were. But when the situation yeah. calls for it, when they go to review and still get it wrong, I mean, Absurd. I went to bed so mad on Tuesday when they got three hits because and you can be mad because like we didn't have any business winning that game. They had three hits. Did score against run the Royals? against the Royals? Yeah, just I was so. How fish. do you lose
1: to the Royals?
0: God, person. no clue, no clue. So I'm I'm not gonna talk Brewers baseball this episode other than just a slight fact. Like I said, pitching, they have three of the best starting pitchers in baseball right now two of the best relievers and they can't win right now they're five they're literally a 500 team because they have like the worst offense in baseball and that's all I'm really gonna say about that in this episode um, on the Packers front I guess no news is good news we really haven't had anything since last week to really talk about so I, I would say at this point that's kind of good news.
1: How slighted do you think Aaron Rodgers feels that, that the Packers cut Jake Kummerow, but Aaron Jones wants his brother on the roster, so so they sign Alvin Jones to the roster? Sure, Aaron Jones. We'll, we'll sign to your guy, but screw you, Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, screw you, Rodgers. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I think it's hilarious. Well, it's not like the
0: guy's going to probably make the team, though, either, so
1: we're being well, honest. It's not like our- our inside linebacker situation is at—that's a, true. A great <laughs> that's standpoint. True. Might. You might—you played well for Baltimore.
0: Yeah, uh, that—that's true. So yeah, so no news. I guess I would say, like I said, no news on the the Packers front. Besides, I guess Alvin Jones Jr. Isn't no news kind of good news at this point? Though? That's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing. No more reports of things going bad. Things are getting worked on. I think that's all good news for the long term of the Packers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the Packers are doing almost every, you know, status quo and, and insane. You know, we want the guy back. We love the guy. We're we're always going to want him back. So, I think they're doing everything that they should do. Um, I think the real te- the real test, is going to be when Aaron makes a. Appearance or or when that June first uh, deadline comes to where to where they can avoid some salary cap hit and make a trade, you know. Other than that, it's going to be pretty quiet for the next couple weeks. I, I'm guessing. I know he has an appearance on Kenny Main's last day for ESPN on Monday, so maybe you'll get some headline news there. But I doubt it. I doubt it. I'm. We'll see. I doubt it. Maybe he announces that he got the full-time gig for Jeopardy. We'll see. Maybe we'll, he announces him and Shailene Woodley got married over the weekend in Hawaii. I was going to say they were in Hawaii this week. So
0: that's really the only news on that front. Um, we'll have Mason on next week. He was initially going to join us this week. Mason Sprangers will make his route for Wisconsin return next week we talking some NASCAR with him. We'll talk some... Some, some NASCAR. Some NASCAR. <laughs> we'll talk some football with him. Some football.
1: We'll
0: talk about the I'm Packers draft. We'll talk the Packers draft picks. We'll talk some Jordan Love. And, like I said, a little bit of NASCAR. So, Mason coming on next week. And I guess with that, we might as well get into the NBA playoff situation and what everything going on here.
2: You know, I'm not going to lie. I kind of missed the bubble. Yeah? The NBA bubble was... Awesome. Well, there was games on all day. Games on all day, every day for, what, three weeks? It was the best. That was pretty cool, yeah. And you know what it didn't have? Stupid play-in
0: games that nobody could figure out. That's not true. It it very much had play-in games.
1: You
2: know what it didn't have, though? You know what it didn't have, though? It didn't have Chris Middleton for very long. (laughs) (laughs) Oh.
0: Oh, (laughs) <laughs> no i I hate one. the play in system because like like Justin said so you got two teams playing each other the winner of that one's in against the seven or the two seed then you've got the loser of that one game plays the winner of the other game and it's just someone spent way too much time on that for it to be shit yeah i I will say this though who who is Washington playing tonight Justin I...
2: We, I, I had am. it on for a second.
1: What what else what else is there uh I refuse
2: to watch, to watch San Antonio Memphis though.
1: Yeah, but who who is uh who's
0: Washington playing? Washington got beat last night. Yeah, they got beat by Boston, but they because they were that seven eight, they played the winner of that other game. The they Pacers play Indiana. Go Pacers. I, I want Russell Westbrook to not be in the actual playoffs so bad. I cannot what you, stand not, we, Russell what Westbrook. Do, do
2: not defend Russell Westbrook. This is not a safe space for Russell Westbrook. What?
1: What? What's wrong with Russell Westbrook? Here? The what fact is, that you're Westbrook, are, the,
2: the fact that you're defending him, is says a lot about just, what you think is wrong.
1: I'm just this asking is, what you, what the problem. There
2: is. are very few things I take a hard stand on, and Russell Westbrook is a trash player. Westbrook. You mean? You mean what? He shoots twenty nine percent from three, 39 percent from the floor, uh, averages five turnovers a playoff game. The most I inefficient will, player. I will pass on that all day. He's a
1: walking triple double. Who cares? He's about?
2: not even the best player on his team.
0: Who cares if he's a walking? That? Who cares if he's a walking triple double when the offense and the defense are designed to get him stupid stats that don't matter? Bradley if he can't win?
2: Beal by far is
0: the best player on that team. Stats don't matter when you can't win. And he cannot win.
1: He's a winner.
0: How what has he won? He got it to the really finals? Me. He got to the finals on once.
1: No, 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 no. So you realize
2: without, without Kevin Durant, he has seven playoff wins.
0: He, Will Chamberlain he got carried to the finals once He's by James Harden and Kevin Durant.
2: And got smoked. Got R- expletive. He was Expletived. He was on the hub, and they didn't give him any lubrication in the ear. Yeah, that was that was LeBron
1: just the walk a triple double. Who I'll cares? He can't win. Okay,
2: so what's a triple double mean? <laughs> who's Great. Who's Who's the best player in the league right now, as of today? Who's the best player? Ooh. There's three people I would accept an answer from: LeBron James, Steph Curry. And Kevin Durant. So those top, those are your top three. Who's after that?
1: I would not say Kevin Giannis Durant. Giannis is up there.
2: Giannis. Kawhi Leonard. The Joker, who's going to win the MVP this year.
1: I believe he is going to win. Luka, I agree with
2: Luka that. Luka Doncic.
1: Ooh, you know, Luka Doncic might be the best player in the league. Mm, not yet. Not yet. He will be. Ooh. So, that dude is so- so good.
2: Just off the top of our head, we're at, what, eight? I wasn't
0: counting, but somewhere around there. Six or seven for sure. Paul George, Bradley
2: Beal are both better. Dame. Dollar Dame is better. James Harden is better. Kyrie Irving is a better player. And so we've been... I would take Kemba
0: Walker over Russell Westbrook.
1: I would not. I don't know if i do that. Over,
2: Kyrie Over. Irving. Kyrie Irving Russell? is a better player. Kyrie Irving wins games at least. Kyrie Irving sucks. I agree. I am not a Kyrie fan. I've been Kyrie Irving has been my no the week what three or four times. Something like that. And that tells you how I feel almost, about Russell Westbrook. Almost as much as Eric. Eric, I've only given an Eric a noogie once.
1: Well, he bitch. should get one every week for his Michigan <laughs> digs. That's so that's terrible. What? The fact that's that has been
0: already dismissed. <laughs> we we have proven that I don't hate them.
2: <laughs> we, you you said you them hate them. Off I did air. Not say
1: I hate them. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, Russell Westbrook is the man. All right. I I understand you guys think that he can't win, but the guy is a good basketball.
2: What has he won? He can't win. He's like seven and twenty-five not playing with Kevin Durant. In the playoffs. What does Dame won? He's made a conference finals, has not he? Without any he is help, the mo-
0: he is so much better than Westbrook. Westbrook has not done a single thing since KD left.
1: I, I don't, I don't know that did Dame won an MVP. Doesn't no, matter. But so was let's was okay. Dave, no, no, no. The was MVP Dave, was Dame. voted Giannis, as the best player. Giannis maybe? has
2: two MVPs. Giannis isn't a top five player. Oh, that's a bad take. That's not a bad take. The MVP is not about who the best player in the league is. If it's the that best was, story of the year. If that was the case, LeBron James I would be the MVP every single year that he's been in the league. LeBron James has been the best player. You can maybe make an argument that the one that Steph won unanimous, maybe. And maybe a couple, one, or, one of KD's. He's one of one once,
0: right? No, twice. I think
2: KD has two. I think Steph has two. Giannis has two. KD two.
1: KD only won two because he was playing with with uh, Steph. Who cares? At least he won Steph. games, he and he, he with, was a triple
0: double. Doesn't matter when you're the eight seed.
1: Well, what would KD do by himself? He wouldn't win. He's winning right now in Brooklyn. Well, he's he not really winning.
2: Irving. And we all know that Kevin Durant was driving driving force in Oklahoma City at this point. That he left, that team went. To, they went from what the 1 seed to a the 7 seed they seven year. or 8 They didn't make the playoffs last year
0: granted that was also other injuries too but no Russell Westbrook with averaging a triple double was the 8 seed in the east Hot garbage Whatever
2: It's pretty easy take. It's pretty easy it's to grab bad. Take it's pretty easy to grab 10 rebounds when you're bricking threes all night. You know that, Justin. You're a, you're a ball coach. You know that when you launch a three, Are you, you saying get long, I long rebounds. players
1: brick shots, and, and they purposely try to pat their stats? Is I'm, that what you're saying?
2: I'm not saying that. I'm just That's
1: what you're insinuating. I'm solely
2: pointing out the fact that you're a basketball coach. You know you shoot threes. You miss a three. You're going to have a long rebound.
1: Russell Westbrook shoots 29% from three. He shoots nice soft shots that are short rebounds, so he never has a chance at them. Just telling you, he plays defense.
2: So, anyone that's listening, he's a in, the, in the root for Wisconsin he, universe. He's
1: a defensive player. Can you mute him? Yeah, I can.
2: <laughs> if yeah. You guys are listening. This is not. I repeat, this is not a safe space for Russell Westbrook fans. You guys no. are going to have your feelings hurt if that's what you are. Yeah. And, and I'm going to laugh I can't the imagine entire time. not there's too time. many that listen to this show, though. If there is, if you are a Russell Westbrook fan, and you want to talk some trash, I'll talk trash with you all night about Russell Westbrook. Should I let him back on yet? Did he, well, he might
0: have messaged us. He, he, he's not coming back on yet. He's not coming back on yet. So... I guess we can use this space. Let's let's dump on Russell Westbrook a little more. The dude, Like I said, the dude is literally the eight. Like they, he carried them to an eight seed, averaging a triple double. Could in you, the east. Could you imagine like, let's just say LeBron said expletive it. I'm going to put the team on my back every single night if I have to. And like, I mean, we watched what happened when, when he did that in the finals in 2016. You know, I'm not sure if LeBron could do it anymore. Maybe not anymore, but I'm just saying 2016, tail end of prime. That was prime. 2016 was prime, LeBron. But still, tail end of prime, because we're only about four or five years removed from that. If he would have said, or when he said, not if, when he said, bleep this, I'm taking this game over, he had those two games
2: of like 40-some points, triple-double, triple-double in game seven. Wasn't he averaging like 40 against the Warriors? Yeah. I I think that was 15, the first time they played him. I think LeBron was had three or four games of 40 points in a row.
0: Yeah. Should we let him back in yet? Yeah. But well, that's what I'm saying. So LeBron takes over that series in 2016, averages a triple-double, and they win because he's a competent player. Westbrook averages a, a triple-double. Re- Westbrook averages a triple-double the entire season as the eighth seed. Terrible. Absolute Garbage. All right. Anyway, I'm just telling you, whatever. I, you know, I'm amazed, Justin, that as a basketball coach and a you know, I've we've talked about your basketball philosophies a lot in this show, and a, even more off, the fact that you are a fan of such a selfish, inefficient player is baffling to me. Yeah.
1: I let guess. me let me tell you something. Not once through this argument have I ever told you I was a fan of Russell Westbrook. I'm just telling you, the guy can play basketball. No he all can't. right maybe he, he might be a selfish prick. He might not be easy to play with or play for, or whatever. The guy plays basketball, he can play basketball, he does it at a high level. That's all I'm saying. I, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think the 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 aura around him should be as heavy on him as it is. You realize he's shooting 65 he, percent from free throws here?
2: Shaq shot. Okay. 20. No, no, but Shaq won rings. Shaq was a center too. Shaq was arguably the most dominant player <laughs> that we've ever seen in the league for about five years there. John, and shoots and fifty Shaq, and Shaq won everywhere he went. Well, no. now said, so, but even those Phoenix teams were competent. The Cleveland teams that he was on were competent. Those Boston teams that he was on were competent. He might not, well, not because of him. Okay, but he everywhere he went, winning was also there. Well,
1: as, as the ninth guy off the bench, sure.
2: He won a ring in Miami with Dwayne Wade. After he left Kobe, no one thought, oh, Shaq's going to Miami. There's nothing good going to happen there. Turns out, turns around, wins the ring. Shaq
1: couldn't do it by himself either.
2: No player does it by himself. Facts. There is not a single team in NBA history that one player has won a ring. Go go ahead and look. I I will wait here all day. There is not a single team that one player did it by himself.
1: Hmm. I bet you I could find one. Start looking now because it's going to take a while.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. So with that then, so let's transition into the box a little bit. Ramsey, a quick Quick synopsis of this last week. Now that we know the seeding, Bucs are officially the three seed. They will get Miami round one. Tough matchup for them. It's a tough matchup. I like this matchup a lot better than I do against the Knicks, like we thought it was
2: going to be. You know, I think. What? I think I like them better against the Knicks if I had the choice at this point. Absolutely. The Knicks can't play offense. Miami is a better matchup to win than the
1: Knicks are. Miami's is a team that knows how to win in big games. They proved it last year. They, and Miami's a team Miami's a team that's way better than their 6th seed. They're, they're way better than. They've been they're dealing a team with that's been riddled for injury and COVID and they have not I mean they have not played as a solid team all year long. They are way better than their 6th seed. I I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm telling you the Bucks are going out first round. Miami's beating
0: them. I'll take Bucks and and I know this is a fun saying, but I will take Bucks and 6. If no, that's a, it's a 5 game series first round, right? Or is it is it 7 to start it's off seven. with? Bucks and 6. Seven. Bucks and 6 and it might go 5.
1: Ramsey, give me the box. You're taking the box. I'll, I'll be the lone duck here. I'll be the lone duck. I think I think it goes all seven, but I think I think the Heat will take it. I I think they're they're a better shooting team. They're a better team from one through eight. So shooting deep,
2: matters as long as we're again, not talking about Russell Westbrook
1: and what nobody and what nobody so, so
2: shooting matters you know, when Russell Westbrook's
1: not involved I just want to make eight, sure. sure I just want to make sure I got yeah. that understood one through eight sure when you're talking about eight guys that can shoot sure no no no
0: in
2: today's nba to yeah. Yeah, shoot the basketball
0: i'll even i'll say i'll go on record and saying this though so i think more you're taking them
2: you you're going to take the bucks when they can't shoot yeah but they play good defense Defense still oh. wins championships in Yasa's dynamic. So Russell
1: Westbrook can play defense, but he not, can't shoot. So he really. gets stats. He has yeah. defensive
0: stats. He doesn't I'm play just defense. telling
1: you. You guys are making my argument for me and flip-flopping when it comes to a different argument. No, we're saying a team that plays
0: defense in the playoffs
1: can win a series.
0: Can win a series. The, we're saying a player that
2: gets defensive stats. The New York Knicks can win so a playoff he, series. He and stats, not he's not a defensive team. player. He's not a, he, Russell Westbrook might be a top twenty player in the league. I bet you if we sat down and put twenty players in front, there's twenty players that take Russell there's Westbrook. No doubt he's a top twenty player in the league. Oh yeah, there is. I bet no. you he's not the best player on his team. Just about every single NBA st- team has one star. There's That's accurate. there's thirty teams. He's not the best player on his team. I bet you you could go through and find at least twenty that have a better player on their roster than Russ Westbrook.
1: I would disagree, but that's not the argument we're making right now. But either way, I I would
0: also say, I think Milwaukee's a lot hungrier hungrier for this series right now, too. Well, so
2: Milwaukee better be, and I'm going to say that to Bucks. You guys, you, this is a big series for you because if you happen to lose this, this whole thing's getting blown up. The whole thing's getting blown up. It has to. has to. The only thing that's going to stay is Giannis. Everyone else is fired.
1: Well, Drew here's, why, here, too. Here, here, here's why I think that the Bucks lose, and I think it's something that we could talk about about last year's series, is they're pure, purely and simply going to be out-coached. Budenholzer is not... He's, he's not a top 15 coach in the league, period, with the talent that he has. I don't know that if they lose, it gets blown up, at, like you guys are saying. But I do know if they lose, Budenholzer's gone. So are it, we sure though,
2: that Budenholzer, and I'm anti-Budenholzer, so before I say this, that, that's coming from me, I'm not a fan of him. I think he's not a great coach. But are we sure that he's not better than we all think? Because I don't necessarily think that roster is only great. I think they have a good roster. It's solid. Their 1 through 8 is pretty good. But their 1 is really a 2. Their 2 is really a 3. And your bench is above average, not great. So are are they not getting all their talents worth out?
0: So I, I would point
2: to Budenholzer. When
0: Budenholzer was first hired, I was a big fan of him being hired here. Remember how good he made those Atlanta teams? Yeah, with, with what was it, Teague, Millsap, yeah, yeah. and and Kyle Korver, and they just couldn't get past LeBron, which nobody else in the East could. That's just right. that's what it was. Yep. So, i am not. I think at this point where the Bucks are at, I think it's a lot of what was happening with Mike McCarthy towards the tail end. It just kind of the the same message
2: is getting old. So I'm just saying, if I told you this, and just. It, So listen, Uncle Rams, we'll talk. If I told you you were the three seed, your superstar can't really shoot, your number two is way overpaid and is good, not great, and your bench is above average, not spectacular, and you're the three seed. I'm saying that, hey, that's pretty good if you're able to do that, east or west, wherever it is, regardless. Just a blind look at what the Bucks are. So, am I a booners fan? No. But if you look at it blindly, I don't necessarily know that he's not getting all of the talent out. Blindly speaking,
0: I don't entirely disagree with you. What I would say is there's a lot to be left desired, though. Sure. And that's his biggest problem, is the fact that you can sit there and you can point at so many different things that
2: should happen that don't. So just one counter-argument on top of that. What, if you, like I said before, if you have a limited superstar, what else do you, what is it really asking of him? I mean... That I guess that's my point. Like he's and who's the better coach in the league that's better than he is? Popovich, right? Popovich, Spolstra, Brad Stevens. Maybe Frank Vogel. Uh Frank Vogel, um, Nick Nurse. But outside of that, I don't even know if I can name other NBA coaches. Steve Kerr. Outside of those what five or six, I don't even know another NBA coach's name. So like Luke Walton.
1: Tom Thibodeau. I don't,
2: I don't think he's better than Tibbs, though. Or I think he's better than Tibbs. Tibbs, Tibbs plays one way. Hard. Think, uh, they Tibbs play hard a, defense. Yeah. They can't score the ball. Doc Rivers. Yeah, I think he's better Steve. than Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, outside of the one year with Boston, has not done anything else. And that was more of a KG, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce thing than a Doc Rivers thing. He just had to be there. That was a veteran team. Doc Rivers didn't have to babysit a bunch of kids. That's not Doc Rivers being a great coach. That's just Doc Rivers inheriting grown men. Monty Williams. Better than Monty Williams. Oof. That's what I'm saying. So, is he, is or he's uh, top 10, top eight in the league for sure?
0: He's a top half agree. coach. I'll definitely give you that. I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't think it's that he's a bad I coach. I just think he's, I think it's, the message is getting tired.
2: And that's probably fair. I just don't know who you'd replace him with.
0: I don't either. I, and I mean, that's the
2: other kind of issue with it is that, sure, we can fire a guy, but what are we going to do to make a make the team better? Because the, the issue now is that the team can't go over the hump. But Giannis obviously isn't good enough to carry subpar coaching. And we've kind of already found that out with him because he's getting subpar coaching now and can't win playoffs. I mean,
0: depend, depending on how you feel about Devin Ham. Is that the right name?
1: Darvin. 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 Darvin.
0: Texas Tech pride, by the way. Or depending on how you really feel, I mean, and it's, it's such a weird argument to have because it's the same system. Because he's another Spurs guy. He's another pop guy. You look at Becky Hammond, possible option, another Spurs. You know, you're not really switching the message. You're just changing who it's delivered by. Which I don't think is the Dan, worst thing in the world. No. D'Antoni?
2: D'Antoni, no. Dan Tony's the most overrated clown in the league. What has he ever done? I'm just throwing a name out there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
1: So Boone better. Like I said, he's a top-tier coach. Two years ago, without Anthony Davis and LeBron James, nobody would have said Frank Vogel was a top-ten coach, right? I'm still not saying a top-ten coach. I'm just saying. Two I've- years ago, you would have. That I don't
2: think Fra- I think Frank Goel is better than or I think Boone is better than Frank Vogel is. Where LeBron goes winning happens so you can't really just like whoever's coaching LeBron doesn't get a pass. They're still not like yeah he's LeBron's coaching the team not <coughs> Frank Vogel. Just like LeBron was coaching when Spolsch was there and LeBron was coaching in Cleveland when it was uh, Ty Lue and Remember the Russian guy they had before that? Oh yeah, the David Blatt. David Blatt. We're the only podcast in the world talking about David Blatt right now.
1: That guy was a good coach though. Yeah, he was. Like overseas, he was like I I've, he was the like, hit coach over there.
2: I firmly believe that he would have been a good head coach in the league if it wasn't for LeBron. LeBron wanted his yeah, guy. Because- that's just what it came down to at the end of the day. LeBron didn't want to take LeBron, a message from...
1: LeBron wrecks people. Look at what he did to Kyrie. Yeah,
2: because that's LeBron's fault that Kyrie is <laughs> a head case.
1: Ooh, he wrecked Kyrie. He wrecked right. David Blatt. Sidrunas Ogaskis. Just telling you. <laughs> so we look at the rest of the,
2: the playoff bracket here. Uh, so hold on. It doesn't matter. No? Nope, doesn't even matter. Does not matter to the rest of the playoff bracket. There are only five teams you need to pay attention to. Okay, and Uncle Rams is going to tell you them right now. Go for you it. You got to pay attention to the Bucs. They're a dark horse. You got to pay attention to the 76ers. They're a dark horse. You got to pay attention to the Nets. They're probably the favorite. On the Western Conference side, you got to pay attention to the Clippers, and you got to pay attention to the Lakers, who, in my opinion, are probably the best team left right now. Outside of those Five, the rest of the teams do not matter. One of those five teams question. one of those five teams might get knocked off. One of those those teams will probably cannibalize each other just each other and the end of the cannibalize. day. Cannibalize. Cannibalize each other. But one of those five teams will be the NBA champion at the end of the year, and I'm gonna probably put the money on the Lakers. Maybe the Clippers, depending on if they can actually get their hair out of their ass.
1: Did you say the Sixers? Yes, I did. Okay. Interesting that you don't, that you don't pick the Heat as, as a dark horse. They're losing in the first round, Justin. Weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't <laughs> I,
2: I think the Heat last I year. I didn't say that. So, I didn't say that. So, what benefited the Heat last year was that the team was young and young kids were used to playing in the bubble. It was the first time in league history where you had younger teams beating older teams, right? It's a lot easier for a 22-year-old to go sit in a hotel room, play video games with his boys, and then go play AAU-style basketball and then go back to the hotel room and play video games. They've been doing that for 10 years. It's It's a lot harder for someone like LeBron to sit in a bubble with a wife and kid and businesses running that he can't access and can't be around because he's stuck in a bubble. So if you look at it, a lot of those veteran teams struggled because they have outside lives that weren't there. So I do think Miami was a little bit of a fluke last year and not necessarily the standard.
1: I think they're a good team. I, I, Ramsey, that is a very good point. You might have swayed my mind here. That is a very good point. I, I didn't know you had those. when, when All when sorts you talk, on, board. When you talk NBA. I'm just saying. That is a very, very good point. All you might me. You're not going to sway me on any of the other arguments because the, the you know.
2: I think pretty but much every argument I've been
1: hardcore on, I've been right though. Well, that's why we have listeners that <laughs> that that judge us and view us and.
2: I have to go, the last point I really remember taking a hardcore stand on was Cincinnati, Georgia, and Cincinnati did not belong in the College Football Playoffs, and I think we remember all how that turned out. Well, uh, did
1: we have an argument about that? They played them. They almost won the game.
2: Yeah, but lost. they lost.
0: They did ultimately lose, but they definitely did belong to be in that game. Not in the
2: final four. They might have belonged in that game, but not the final four. Anyway, That's all I'm saying,
0: That's all I'm saying yeah, that was that game. So
2: pay attention to your big five veteran teams that are fairly deep. I think the Bucks. If you get a Bucks Nets matchup, give me the Bucks. I think the Sixers are going to give wow. the Nets problems too. I don't want to say that the Nets haven't really played together since um, James Harden got traded to Brooklyn. They have only played seven total games together.
1: I think the Bucks road is just so hard, man. Sure, but I mean it's the East, though. Gotta
2: go I mean, when you got to think... go
1: that death row. That's why I can't believe I can't believe Eric would say that he would have rather had the Heat than the Knicks because to the me, Knicks matched up with them the, so good all year though. But I was, they're, they're they're such a young team. They're
0: the
2: Knicks. They're not but they're
0: they're so physical. And we've already discussed that the Bucks. I mean, they're they have decent depth, but when somebody out physicals the Bucs or can match that physicality. That is a tough draw for Milwaukee. So when they get in a matchup like that, I don't know if I trust them in crunch time.
2: So the thing with the Knicks is the Knicks are gonna be hungry enough and well enough coached to win a playoff series. The thing about the, yeah, remember with the Knicks though is the Knicks have to win one way. They're kinda of like the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Did Titans really have play? to round and pound, throw dump routes, right? The Knicks have to grind and pound you and be slightly more athletic on one side of the ball. They're not going to outscore you. They're just going to outwork you, right? That's what I'm saying. That's what would be my biggest fear against the Bucks. And then
0: when we were talking about this last week, when we were looking at the, how the seating was at this point last week, I thought the Knicks would be their their biggest match or their toughest matchup, just how they
2: matched up against Milwaukee, how physical they are. See, I think it's the 76ers and the Nets. But I'm not in on them, and that's just for the fact of, like I said, Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant have played seven total games together. And we're not sure if any of those guys will stay healthy. I think the 76ers are probably their toughest out.
0: I mean, yeah, they are. Don't get me wrong. They, they without a doubt, are. Because if we look at how the, and this is why I was going to look at the seating earlier. If we look at how this would shake out, you'd have Philadelphia, let Say you know they'll play the winner of Washington Indiana doesn't matter. Brooklyn plays Boston, doesn't really matter. I bet you Boston wins the game though. Well, sure. Doesn't matter though. Doesn't matter. Milwaukee plays Miami. That one kind of matters, and then New York Atlanta. Doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. Nick should have that. So if we if relatively speaking if we go chalk, you go one two three four, right? Right. I, know I, don't, a I don't think that's much of an argument. I guess you could say the 3 6 against, you know, how, depending on how Justin feels about Milwaukee, Miami. Let's just say you go 1, 2, 3, 4. So you got Philadelphia, New York, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. I'm not worried that much about Brooklyn. Brooklyn has star power, they have more star power. Milwaukee is deeper, Milwaukee is more physical. Against that star power, you can contend with their, you know, you can match up pretty decently. Drew Holiday can play on either Harden or Kyrie if need be. Lock one of them down.
2: Giannis can play on Kevin Durant if Kevin is And your Halliday.
0: your X factor is going to be who you know where's Middleton guard and who guards the other guard. If Drew's on Kyrie, who's defending Harden? If Drew's on Harden, who's defending Kyrie? I would much rather have Drew on Kyrie. He's a little bit more Ooh. explosive,
2: a little more dynamic. I'd rather have Drew on James, to be honest with you. Give me the bigger matchup with Kyrie and Chris Middleton,
1: Justin. Yeah, that that's a that's a hell of an argument. I didn't even think of it that far into uh, matchups as as but. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with Eric here. I think you you've got to put you've got to put Middleton on on Harden, and you've got to put Drew on Kyrie, just because um, Kyrie plays a little bit of that jitterbug kind of in the help, middle. You're, of the
2: you're gonna have help defense on the other side, on top of the fact that their offense lately has been running through James Harden. Their offense t- doesn't tend to run through Kyrie. James Harden is kind of the engine that makes
1: that thing go right now. And but up to, I'm going to talk about what happens off of the ball, off of what happens after the ball gets out of Harden's hands. Okay. You don't need you you don't you don't need to to uh, you know. Be directly on James Harden all the time. He doesn't move that well without the ball. Well, all right. But, see, so that's the. That's he's the, a great helper. Now Kyrie is totally different. That way, you can have the taller guy in, in in Middleton kind of help Giannis in the middle when the ball gets to Durant in 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 shade help towards the gap, and you can have Drew stay on Kyrie the whole floor. The whole half of the floor, just take it out of his hands and force Kevin Durant, you know, much like they did when they played him in back-to-back, force Kevin Durant to, you know, make 45, 50 points and see if that's going to be enough to get you guys the win. But that that would be the way I would play it uh, out of those big three. I would
0: also lean that way. Like I said, just the speed that Drew can put up against Kyrie, I would give the size... Let let Harden take that size on Middleton. Or Middleton take that size on Harden.
2: Kyrie Irving, too, though. I think we're giving him way too much credit. He's not traditionally a great mover without the ball, either. That's kind of why the whole Brooklyn with those three stars never really made sense to me. Because all three of those guys... Kevin Durant, I guess, it is kind of a little exception from that. But Kyrie Irving and... James Harden are definitely more dangerous when they have the ball in their hand than when they're moving without it.
1: Yeah, but I would I when, would certainly agree, but who
0: When who the ball's those, in Kyrie's hands,
2: he's a lot more
0: he's a lot more explosive than James Harden is. James Harden probably is probably better offensively, but Kyrie's more explosive and goes towards the basket better. Yeah, but you have help defense underneath the wrap, too though. Sure. But if you can contain it better, where you don't have to rely on that help defense every single time for an easy dump off.
1: I would. That's, I think, I, the, I think you're thinking way too much into it. I would just look at it as out of those two players, James Harden and Kyrie Irving, who moves better without the ball in their hands? In my that's opinion,
2: it. I'd rather make Kyrie beat me than James Harden. James, I Harden I, James Harden is a good enough player to beat you. Kyrie Irving is not. Kyrie Irving isn't a good enough, he might beat you one game, but for a series, Kyrie Irving at this point in his career is not a good enough player to beat you in a series. Not by himself. James Harden is, though. So give me, I'm going to put my better defender on James Harden, so James Harden's not beating me for the series. I'm going to let Kyrie go off a little bit, because Kyrie, at the end of the day, isn't Kyrie Irving is not going to beat you in the series. Kevin Durant and so James we, Harden are. So who are you going to put on Kyrie? I'm going to on Chris Middleton, Kyrie. Let Kyrie beat me. I, I'm going to let Kyrie go. Let, let Kyrie beat me. I'm going to have...
1: What about DiVincenzo? What about him? Wouldn't you rather have that matchup than Chris Middleton? Mm, sure. I mean, maybe. I'm just, I'm trying to go through scenarios. you know, I wouldn't personally want Chris Middleton following Kyrie all over the floor. That, I mean, that, that's a matchup nightmare. But one if, of those, if I'm one of those, and I am seeing that, I, I'm giving the ball to Kyrie. You know, you're right. I would, but th- one if of those, that's the way you want to play it, but I'm going to play it that One,
2: one. of those three guys are going to beat you. If I had the choice, I'm going to take the poison with Kyrie versus the other two. That's my choice. That's in my opinion. That's what I would do. I would I, mean, I would
1: I would still I would still just match up wise, size wise, who moves better without the ball in their hands, I, I would play a Drew on Kyrie and, and Milton on Harden.
0: I, I would probably go the same route. Um what I think the most interesting part though is what happens after that. And and we said it earlier in this show that Milwaukee might not have the depth to win a championship, per se. Like I mean, they're they're above-average bench. I do think they have better depth than Brooklyn does. Brooklyn has names. Milwaukee, I think, has more talent at this point. I'm not worried about Blake Griffin mattering in this series, or you know, any series for that matter. I would say the biggest thing
2: for Brooklyn right now is that Marcus Aldridge retired half of the season. That too. If a Marcus Aldridge is playing, I think this is a completely different conversation that we're having with... I really don't think so, because it, it, maybe in 2014, sure. Well, the Marcus was still a 17-10 guy when he was the Yeah, I was going to say,
1: I'm going to agree with Ramsey on this Yeah,
2: one. sure, 2014, but he was still averaging 17 points, 10 rebounds, and a decent interior defender. Not great at this point in his career. He was never, like, great, but... That's a little bit different of a story, I think. than but he's gone, mm-hmm. so now it's like you said that some of that depth that would have been a big depth guy they would have had. Well, you look at the Bucks' depth. I mean, Bobby Portis is their sixth
0: man, uh, just offensively, mm-hmm. you know, stats wise. Bryn Forbes has had an incredible second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Those two alone, you've got Jeff T coming off the bench when needed. <laughs> Another just good depth guy who's gotten better in leadership oh, well than the Another guy has been league fucking forever. you mm-hmm. You've got so much depth that you can use if needed, constant. Even even he's been somewhat relevant like or useful, I should say, in the second half of the season.
2: He started off really bad for the Bucks to win a ring this year. And I I think I'll I think we can all agree on this. They're going to need one of those bench guys to have a big playoffs. And I think they do have the talent on the bench to have one of those guys, if not two, have a big playoff run. And if you even look at the last few championship teams, they've had a bench guy that is big down the stretch. Last year with Rondo, Dwight Howard, of having a little bit coming off the bench the year before that with um, was it Toronto? Yeah. Their bench was super deep that year. And then all those teams in Golden State with David West and Andre Vidal coming off the bench. And uh, Sean Livingston, Sean Livingston. Too. So And then before that you go back to like Mario Ginobili and those Heat teams of Ray Allen and um, Mike Miller and um, James Jones, James Jones, and uh, Shane Battier. Yeah,
1: He's so, has. Been.
2: Who also played what? Two minutes this year, two points and an injection, <laughs> two tacks against Dwight Howard. Howard. That all matters. All matters. You gotta have that angry dog. But so the, for the to win a ring in the NBA, you need to have bench help. And so that's why another reason that I do think the Bucs are probably going to beat Miami is they do have a very deep bench that. There's a couple guys that are on that bench that can get hot in a very short period of time.
0: Bryn Forbes being that primary one. I've become a big fan of him this season. Just as little of attention as I've paid to the NBA as a whole. He's averaging 14 points against Miami this season, by the way. That's that's huge. 14 points per game against Miami. He shot fifty seven percent from three. I you know I, I'd have to look at the numbers exactly what that would come into, but just the numbers against Miami, fifty seven percent from three points, sixty nine percent from the field, for Bryn Forbes. Now, granted, that's not that's I don't even know how many shots that's on. That's in he's played against he played against him in three games. He played eighteen minutes, but still eight. That's still this that main thing that fourteen points per game. In and of itself is incredible. Thirty-five games at home this season, played in twenty minutes, forty-nine percent from the field at home, forty-eight percent from three. In the last ten games, he played fifty or he played twenty minutes a game, shot fifty-three percent. I mean, that is a big player off the bench when you need him, getting key minutes.
2: But that's what the Bucks are going to yep. need. I, I go back to what I was saying. Like that's yep. what they're going to need to they're win a ring.
0: Need. You know, even looking at DiVincenzo and, and 14 points per game against Miami this season. And, Greg, that's only three games, but still. 14 points a game for DiVincenzo. Bobby Portis off the bench, 12 points against Miami. That's a deep team.
1: I mean, it's exciting. There are some. There are some certainly good arguments to make through this. This is probably the best, in my opinion. This is probably the best matchup um, on the eastern side in the first round. No doubt about it. I think you know, kind of reliving through that that series last year, um, gives it a little extra uh, pizzazz to it. But um, I, I I really think. The the stat that Ramsey, or the the thing Ramsey said earlier really really has worn on me, so I I am going to eat crow and I am going to switch, and I'm gonna take the bucks in seven. I'm I'm gonna switch and take the bucks in seven. What Ramsey said really hit me, and and I think he's right. I think that that bubble factor really affected him. And uh, so I, I hope you're right, Ramsey, because now I'm gonna look like a fool. A because I switched, and B because I agreed with you. Yeah, you just showed
2: weakness. I don't even care <laughs> if I'm right. You just showed weakness. It's gonna be a long few weeks for you, buddy.
1: <laughs> I'm just telling. You, I'm, I'm mad enough to eat crow and tell you that I'm switching. But
2: you can damn ask. It feels you can ask this. I'm a sore, it's sore winner.
1: It's true. It's a. It's a bad feeling to to agree with you. Yeah,
2: I'm a sore winner, so
1: you're going to you're gonna hear about this <laughs> for a little while. So,
2: I mean, we, we talked quite a bit about the first and
0: second round matchups. You know, let's just say, again, let's say Chalk prevails. Well, no, we'd say, let's just take the homer route, I should say, because Chalk would be Brooklyn. Let's take the homer route and say Milwaukee versus 76ers for the Eastern Conference Finals.
2: At that point, it's a coin toss, in my opinion. I... I I think the Brooklyn series could be a coin toss, too. It's really going to depend. And I don't think this is the case with the Brooklyn series. Brooklyn would have to get their stuff figured out in the playoffs. That doesn't really happen, right? Mm -hmm. So I think we can all agree that it's not outside their own possibility for it to be a 76ers, Bucks Eastern Conference Finals. By no means is that a stretch of the imagination. I think that's probably the most likely scenario in my head. Looking at the matchups, that's a question. I,
1: I think a lot depends on on how much that Boston takes out of Brooklyn in the first round. I, I mean, obviously, not having Jalen Brown for Boston really hurts them. But you know, there's a, there's enough Boston could we'll grind them, them pretty in physically Boston to to steal two or three games out of that. Yeah, of that would it be series? surprised? It would
2: anyone really be surprised if it. they went six games with Boston? Seven.
1: Not at all,
0: no. I mean, Boston, Boston's just such a phys- another one of those teams that they're not as physical as say Milwaukee or or New York is or the Knicks. They're still a physical, yeah. hungry team, a grind team. And, and Brad and Stevens is a really good coach, I think. And let's not just forget. I mean, they've got Jason Tatum, Dropped
2: yeah, fifty just, last night. Dropped a fifty burger last night.
1: And yeah, I I mean, I totally agree. I think. I think Jason Tatum, he, he is just... Would any of us disagree that he might be a top-ten player in the league right now? Baron Russ Westbrook.
0: That's for damn sure. <laughs> you guys
1: are idiots. <laughs> anyway.
0: So, like I said, so just to kind of... let's just
1: This show sucks. Oh, hypothetically
0: <laughs> preview that. I don't so, like
1: Baker Mayfield.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee, 76. I think that's a tough matchup. I... I wouldn't be shocked if Milwaukee pulled that out, though, either. I'm not saying that
2: they will or that that series isn't going to happen. Let's be honest. I'd be almost kind of surprised if they got past Brooklyn just for the fact that Giannis hasn't played one well in the playoffs in his career. Right. Absolutely. Like... I totally
1: agree. And Budenholzer tends to shit the bad in big games. It, that's kind of a proven thing, right? That, that's not even in Milwaukee.
2: Yeah. That
1: that, that, that goes back to Atlanta.
2: Budenholzer, though, was, I think – so in, I mean, in, in Atlanta. Up a in Atlanta, Boone was playing with a talent deficit. He was not as talented as the other teams he was playing
1: against. Milwaukee. Did, did he have did he have uh, what was his best team? Were they the one seed one year? Yeah. The Hawks they,
2: that were like sixty-six and Yeah, 12 they had, or something.
1: They had a good regular season. Then they lost they lost in the first round. No, I they, they got their ass smacked around by Miami.
0: Yeah, they always they had the same problem the Pacers always did. Is those Pacers? You look back at those early like two thousand tens Pacers mm-hmm. teams, With
2: Paul George and Roy Hibbert and David West and Danny Granger. Danny Granger, only only podcast wonder, in America talking about Danny Granger Lance right, right now.
0: Stevenson before he went nuts. He was nuts. I know, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Like before, you look at how deep some of those Pacers teams were. They were good. And what they could have done if they didn't have to play LeBron in the, the, regular season every year or the, second or third round of the you know of the playoffs. How fun would that have been to see like a Pacers Spurs finals? Right. <coughs> the Spurs of that point, you know, with young Kawhi,
2: young Danny Green. I I truly believe this, and I've said it before. I think those Spurs teams. There was, what, two- or three-year run they had right there when they just got Kawhi. Manu was still there. Tim was still there. Tony Parker was still there. They had... Um, Danny Green off the bench. Boris DL coming off the bench. One Douche the Douchebag, Tiago Splitter. So, in my opinion, those are some of the best basketball teams that I've ever seen play. And they won they,
1: one ring at the end there?
2: That might be the best basketball team I've ever seen play. Yeah.
1: That might be the best... I mean, when you even go and you take it back to when Tim Duncan was, what, in his rookie rookie year, second, third year, and you had David Robinson. Oh, we were three had, years old. <laughs> and you had Avery Johnson. That, well, that, that, that just shows you how good they were for that long. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, you're talking a 20-year span of where they were incredible. And Popovich has been there the whole time.
2: So if you're a young basketball coach watching, um, go to some of those Miami Heat games that were in the finals. They had some of the best ball movement that you could ask for coming from an analytical standpoint or coming from a coaching standpoint that you'd want your players to play with. Unselfish basketball that they just moved the ball. And everyone was just wanting to win basketball games, not necessarily – they were playing for rings, not stats. They weren't playing for triple doubles. <laughs> I, I,
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I know. I know where. Uh, earlier in the show, we were talking about how bad this uh, playing game stuff was, but I'm watching. I'm watching San Antonio Memphis right now, and this game has been awesome. This whole second half of the game has been awesome. It's
2: pretty, it's okay when you have the two, some of the two worst playoff teams to probably ever be a playoff team. I'm sure they're pretty close to even
1: the match. W- weren't the Bucs a playoff team one year and they were like, weren't they like 32 and 48 or something like that? Yeah, that's the East, though. That was the old East, yeah.
2: That was, that was the old East, was. That was
0: when they traded like half of this was the season to get John Salmons from Chicago. Like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, something like that. With
2: uh Sanders and
1: Doesn't Selmans have like good
0: Was it Larry Sanders? Is that his name? The center? Larry Sanders who dropped out of the league to pick, take the Ricky Williams route.
1: Yeah, just white. the joint. He did. He looked cool. He's like Tim Thomas with the double headband. Yeah, he cool. Couldn't play like I mean,
0: well, Larry Sanders is a decent player. He was a decent player. Just way like I said, he he literally took like the, the Ooh. Ricky Williams route. He's like, nah, I'm good.
1: Okay, I'm gonna look this up.
0: So, all right. So, just to wrap up Cut the show here.
1: Segment.
0: Yeah, to to wrap up the show, with NBA early before the actual start of the the bracket here. Who are who's your finals matchup, and who wins, Ramsey?
2: Sixers, Lakers, Lakers in five. Justin?
1: I'm going to go. The East is such a crapshoot, really. Um, I'm going to go Lakers versus the Nets with the Lakers winning in six. That's
0: actually the matchup I was thinking, too, in almost the exact same way. I'm gonna take the Homer route, my rooting interest route, just to be a little different here. Ugh. I was gonna say Lakers Bucks, but I don't. Yeah, screw it. Lakers Bucks. Lakers and Six.
2: Are you sure?
0: That's not the route Are that I want to go. Are you sure that's what you want to do? No, I want to go. I want to go Lakers Sixers or Lakers Nets. Then we
2: all get proven wrong. I hope We're so. I hope that the Bucks. Miami. I hope the Bucks make it and win a title. Like I hope that's what happens, but I don't foresee that happening. No,
0: I don't either. I'm, I'm kind of just torn on the the Lakers' route to get there too.
2: I don't think it they matters.
0: Have a tough route, and they I don't know if they're still fully healthy. They yet. just
2: rattled off five
0: wins in a row last week.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I might change. I might change up the Lakers.
2: I don't know who's going to beat them. I
1: Maybe the Clippers,
2: up. but the Clippers have never won anything in their entire the history of being a thing. The Nuggets. Isn't, Phoenix. <laughs> isn't uh, the Jazz are the number one seed? Isn't Murray out for Denver? Jamal know. Murray. Is
1: that Jamal Murray.
2: I believe he's not playing. I believe he towards ACL. That's
0: Either way, like I said, I would probably go. I'd, Gun to my head, you know. Actual pick, I'd go Lakers, Sixers, and probably Lakers in six. But I'm gonna like I said, just for for fun of the show, Lakers Bucks Lakers six. And with that, we will wrap up our episode with what we always wrap it up with, what we are rooting for this week, and I'll let Ramsey go first.
2: I'm rooting for China to let their people trade crypto again. China, let your people be people. Let them trade what they own. Stop being communists. Any sports stuff? Nope.
1: Justin well, one one might say, you know, since we just spent a whole episode talking about the bucks, you know, let's let's root for the bucks to kids to win. But I'm not going to root for that. That's easy. I'm not like you guys. I don't I don't always like to take the easy route. All right. So I'm going with the PGA championship. All right. And I'm going with the long bomber. Bryson D He is gonna come in and he's gonna win the PGA championship and light it up and host that beautiful cup above his head and in, in greatness. And hit it about 400 yards, almost off of every tee box besides par threes. He's going to put on a show. He's going to bring golf back to life, back to mainstream. It's going to be awesome. Everybody tune in. Watch Bryson DeChambeau kick some butt. Do you know the name of the trophy, Justin? Is Is that the Wanamaker? It is the Wanamaker. Proud of you. Yeah, suck it, Eric. I know
2: everything. I feel I didn't take an easy way. I'm fighting <laughs> communist China right now, by myself. half. You fight a, you, Probably you are a fighting in a
0: war. I, I mean, Justin's wrong. Bryson DeChambeau is not going to win. It's actually, I think Jordan Spieth returns to prominence.
2: <laughs> oh my God!
1: you know Jordan Spieth's Wayne Doodle lately. <laughs> You're, oh on You're on for you,
2: the Masters too. It's
1: it's it's the Jordan it's the Jordan Weeder w- with the with this guy Jordan Love Jordan Speed. Jeez, yeah, is it, it just the Jordan Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Love type thing? Who no. else is next? No, no, no. Who, what other Jordans you got out there? Were you a Michael DeAndre Jordan fan?
2: <laughs> How do you feel with DeAndre Jordan? LeBron James all day. Yeah. Uh, how do you Can't feel, Michael be... B. Jordan? Didn't he just win an Oscar?
0: Jordan, <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> Jordan Spieth, he ain't winning nothing. We'll see what happens. He hasn't we'll won happens. anything since that meltdown at Augusta. Like I said, return yeah. to prominence. He hasn't weekend. had, he hasn't won anything. If return he's, to prominence. He's basically me out well, there, some fat white dude just trying to hit bombs, but then just he has, has a mental he breakdown. He won the Valspar a couple weeks ago. Then just has a mental breakdown coming down the stretch.
0: Like I said, we'll nobody
1: see what was even there.
2: We'll see what happens. I'd hope he would. That was playing against guys. Are he was playing against it, me. We'll Where it, are you picking? Tiger Woods.
0: Nothing golfing.
1: Nah, <laughs> Same that, odds nah, as Jordan Spieth has. That's rude. <laughs> that's that's, that's rude. <laughs> you would. <laughs> poor guy's lying in a hospital leg. Can't it's even not my fault. He's you. a bad
2: driver. <laughs> oh! Don't crash your car, old son. <laughs> Leave the phone on the ground. Jesus. Don't be texting and driving. Maybe
1: I'll have Maybe I'll have my kid teach him some driving lessons, yeah, he's at the race
2: car, race car going. going. That's all I'm saying, you know, one day or was it was saying, uh, you're on the road looking at the scenery before you know it, you're in the scenery, looking at the road. <laughs> this show sucks. just ripping on <laughs> Tiger Woods from your bad driver. It's not my fault you crashed during 80. I didn't say it was your fault doing 80 and crashing. Can you imagine that? Oh, I'm in a crash doing 80 in my Kia. Like, come on, Tiger. Let's do better than that. Let's do better than that. I know your wife took all your money in the divorce, but, like, be a better driver. Drive your car better. It was early in the morning. You fell asleep. Give the guy a break. Well, that's not my fault you didn't sleep the night before. Takes one of them sleeping pills that you're addicted to, aren't you? Is the Tiger rip it out or what? You should, you should just highlight this and put that out there. This isn't going to get the people going. <laughs>
0: Damn. Expletive. Uh, what am I going to root for hey, this week? I'm going to root for the wonky Brewers watch. to not suck. That's what I'm going to go with. I know. Hey, we, we, pipe dreams. The Tiger would say was better. I've got pipe dreams. Brewers not I'm sucking. Rooting
1: for LeBron.
0: I'm rooting for LeBron James to lose the playing game. Bad take, Justin. Bad take. Come on. It's the LeBron number 23 episode. Come on. He sucks.
1: He sucks. I hate LeBron James. You watch your hormone. Russell West is way better than him. The- <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: See you, Justin. This is Eric and Ramsey signing off for the rest of the episode. We got Rep Sports, Cobroot for 4, Monkey Knife Fight, and our fans over there, Fanatics. This is episode 23 in the book. See ya. Bye.